Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison. All right, here we go. Primetime Titans. Uh, it's JG. And Robert. And Pettit is not with us uh, this episode. Uh, just, he's he's still here. <laughs> he's still not, alive. <laughs> that was, sorry, Pettit. That, that kind of didn't sound right. Um, yeah, Pettit's just not joining us for this recording. Pettit's least favorite thing, other than giving score predictions for games, <laughs> is talking about hypothetical draft prospects in the yep. seventh round. Yeah, he is. He's definitely... Um, He's not as into it. Let's just say you would catch you would catch me doing a mock draft like a million times before he would ever even do one. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's just Robert and I. Uh, kind of looking forward to this. Uh, it's been a little bit. I will say I'm I'm looking forward to talking about the draft. But one of the things that we're actually going to talk about that I'm not looking forward to talking about is this whole. So we're recording this Wednesday afternoon the uh april 20th um and earlier this morning debo samuel has requested had requested a trade from the 49ers and that whole wide receiver market he's the same age as aj brown and dk metcalf terry mclaurin there's just those guys in that draft class they're kind of starting to you know want to be paid a very large amount Well, they're eligible for their extension yeah and so technically like we have them for another year but then after this year they would be free agents so um Debo wants to get paid and at this point he actually doesn't even care about the money he said he just wants to be traded from the 49ers he has the same agent as AJ Brown actually and AJ Brown has been tweeting that you know he's he's not doing the voluntary workout which I don't I I do not care that he's not there. Do you care? I mean, do you care? Rob? I have n- I literally don't care at all that he's not there. He, this is his fourth going on his fourth year in the league. He did. He removed Tennessee from his Twitter bio, which who cares? I just, people are worried about it. I think Titans fans are overreacting being idiots as usual. I think, I think there'd be less overreactions if AJ Brown wasn't so, expressive on Twitter like he, he always tweets, he gets does on tweet Twitter and subtweets so to me this story is a zero out of 100 on how much I care about and want to invest any time invest like investigating it I just I'm so done with the story already but I guess if it was to have you know a 0.5 uh, of an ounce <laughs> like out of 100 it would be because he is so engaged in social media that you know maybe and that there's like, but I just don't even, there's nothing there. It's irrelevant. We're going to extend him. I don't care about what anyone, like I just, I'm done, like the Jets memes about him oh and Jets. It's, it's, Who's I'm stopping so this Jets offense? It. It's, so, it's terrible. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it's, it's, it's so dumb. It's ridiculous. And I don't, yeah, I really, it, we, we, it's something we have to talk about, but I almost don't want to talk about it. Even people saying like, hurry up and get the deal done. AJ and Debo have the same. Agent, like, my just thing is, shut. It's you well, just stop. My only worry was like before today, worry meter, like 
worry, worryometer level, whatever, like not even budging. And then Debo Samuel maybe wanting to trade from the 49ers. AJ loves the Titans. He loves the organization. Our organ like John Robinson and Mike Vrabel have both expressed very much interest in wanting him to stay at the Titan. The only thing is, you know, maybe that agent's getting in his ear a little bit. Maybe he could be used a little better. Maybe maybe Robert Brown was right all this time. You're not getting targeted enough. You'd get targeted a lot more <laughs> in a different team. But even that, it just doesn't it doesn't add up. We're gonna extend this him. is like a this is like a situation in the NBA where you draft a guy in the first round, he turns out to be a stud and you haven't won his rookie deal, and then he's eligible in year five or six or seven, whatever it is, for the for the max contract. But because you drafted him, you can pay him so much more money than any other team in the NBA. And you never see guys leave their rookie deal and like go and forego that money. I think it's like two hundred twenty million dollar contract because they can pay more than other teams. You never see those players not sign re-sign the max with their teams. You will not see us not sign AJ Brown. Like the fact that we've never had a receiver as good as him that we've drafted. And he is I know he gets injured a lot, but he is trans a transcendent talent. You don't let him out of the building. Even if he's not happy. Like you say, listen, we're going to pay you more than anybody else in the NFL. We, we're not, you're not leaving this building. Like this is non-starter. What's the price? And that's that's how I view the situation. Yeah, he definitely doesn't need to listen to Titans fans. We're no idiots. We, we are, are stupid. So dumb. We're Cause, we're cause clamoring. Of, we're clamoring of, to cut Ryan Tannehill. We owe him forty million. <laughs> I'm I'm right there with. Him. <laughs> and a lot of these Titans fans are crazy balls fans as well. And uh, we are a <laughs> wild bunch. So. Speaking yeah, of the it's, balls, it's big uh, big one on the recruiting trail, getting the defensive lineman out of Riverdale. Yeah, Caleb Herring. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, shout out to it's the a, Murfreesboro boy. Shout uh, just shout out Vols Athletics right now. That's right, number it's one just, baseball team. It's kind of fun. Tennessee Tech, though. Hey, the Golden Eagles. Every now and then, you you need a little humbling experience, and it was a wooden bat game, so it didn't matter. Oh, I didn't there even know go. that. Yeah, well. Um, Okay, so we're not here to talk about how amazing and great and potentially a huge letdown of a Vols baseball team could be when it comes to Omaha. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the draft coming up. So we are just over a week away. We are a week and a day away from the first round of the draft. And we kind of want to give a little draft primer type thing. Um, We're definitely going to record – an episode next week when the draft happens. We did it last year where we all got together. Um, Robert was on the phone with us and, you know, we, we reacted live to the Caleb Farley pick in the first round and we don't necessarily live stream it. We just record our live reactions and we're going to do that next week. But before that, we want to go over a little primer for uh, maybe kind of what direction we're thinking we want to go in the draft and what all we want to do. So before we kind of jump into that, I want to talk about the picks that we do have. Um, We have a first round, third round, two fourth round picks, one fifth round pick, and two sixth round picks. So if I'm doing my math correctly, that's seven picks. Um, We don't have a second round pick because of Julio Jones. That was in the trade. And then, you know, other picks, you know, compensatory picks and other trades that have happened. Um, that's why we don't have a seventh round pick. But uh, so we got seven, we got seven picks. And 
that could change the night of the draft. That could change after we record with some trades, but we will see. Um, so I just want to go over the picks that we had. And now we're going to talk about certain positions and maybe players that we're maybe interested in, sort of like a direction we want to go. And real quick, we got two of those picks. They were compensatory picks. So we would have only had five. So but, was that fourth and sixth round? Yeah, we got the fourth um, because we lost Jadavion Clowney and Corey Davis. And then I think we got the sixth round pick because we lost Daquan Jones, Desmond King, and Johnny Smith. Yeah. And I don't really – We can, you can get into the math if you really, really want to. It's all over the internet. But. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think anyone, even if you research it, you would 100% – understand it it's, it's a really complicated formula the nfl puts together and the teams don't even really know until they yeah. get there it's basically yeah. just netting which players you got in and you yeah. lost based on playing time and production and yeah some people think we're going to get some compensatory picks because of uh rashawn evans because yeah. we lost him and he got recently signed somewhere else julio and stuff yeah who knows but yeah it's it's based on the previous year free agency um but yeah so one of the things we do kind of want to like the direction we want to go is we're going to talk about, we're eventually going to get to the positions that we really, really do want and feel like are big, strong needs in the draft. Um, but first we want to go over some of the positions that maybe we feel like we're set on uh, with what we have currently um, or just, you know, we're, it's somewhere maybe we, we take a guy um, when it comes down to it in the draft that maybe at a position we didn't really care for, but maybe it's a name that we know or that we've heard of that we actually kind of are excited about. So, I mean, when, when we kind of talk about that, when we think of it, the main positions I would say, Robert, are quarterback, receiver, uh, lineman, whether it's interior or a tackle, and tight end. Now, yeah. quarterback is... You could say it's not like a huge strong need just because we do have Tannehill. Well, I think it depends on who you ask, yeah. right? It depends on the Titans fan that you ask about the quarterback because, um, <laughs> you know, there's definitely two camps here, right? There's the people who say Tannehill, you're paying him $40 million, give him another chance. Everybody was hurt last year. Give him better receivers. Give him better blocking. Give him better, a healthy running back. He'll be better. And then there's the people who've said, I've seen enough. We're never going to win with Tannehill, and we got to – it doesn't even matter if you have a great team around him. You can't win a Super Bowl without a elite quarterback. And so, you know, there's people in that camp that say, it doesn't matter what you do, go get a good quarterback. I think, you know, I'm not necessarily in – I want to come out with a quarterback this year. Um, I definitely want to come out with a quarterback this year. And I don't want to wait until – the end of the draft, but I don't think you and I agree necessarily that we've got to take a quarterback early. And I don't even know that that I necessarily want to take a quarterback at 26 and we can get into all that and what I, what I hope we do. But, um, but yeah, definitely quarterbacks, a controversial, I would say, yeah, Yeah. need amongst Titans fans and and what should we do? What's the best thing for the team to do? But I mean, we're meeting with quarterbacks too, though. Yeah, we are in reports that we're meeting with these quarterbacks. Yeah. So, but I think, you know, before those needs, and think about it, those four positions that I just named are all offense. Yeah. If you think about it, this defense, it's almost like any kind of draft pick or something would just be another, like, luxurious depth piece. Right. Potentially. 
you know, you could you could hit on a linebacker in the sixth round with our last pick that ends up being David like, Long. Yeah, another David Long. You know, so you know, I, I would say in terms of positions like just Robert just thinking edge, we re signed Harold Landry, Bud Dupree. Danico Autry still, you know, kind of consider that edge. We got Rashad Weaver coming back. Yeah, coming back. I mean, and, and both those top two guys, they're going to be here for the next three or four years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I don't necessarily see us taking an edge player unless it's in later rounds. And that's oh, the thing and Oli Daney too. We re-signed him. Yeah, and that's the thing we've noticed about the Titans over the years. We were just sitting here talking about it. We don't necessarily subscribe to the idea of best player available. Mm-hmm. We typically draft for need, for better or for worse. You, you kind of see us with our first, second, third round picks. We identify positions that were weak, and we kind of take the best player available at those positions. You don't really see us – like I, I think it would be really hard to see the Titans – you know, trading up and getting a big time pass rusher, you know, yeah. I don't think we're going to do that because we have two legit pass rushers right now. Yeah. The, so a name that I did want to say just for edge, uh, David Ajabo is a guy from Michigan, an edge guy who they actually, a lot of people were loving his, his athletic traits. People were mocking, you know, in mock drafts, he was, you know, going in the first round. But he actually tore his Achilles at his pro day. And I'm just saying it'd be classic Titans to, to take a guy who's slipping because of an injury. To that's your take injured But that's player. something like at tw- if we had – it would probably have to be at 26 because he's that good to where he wouldn't fall that far. And we don't have a second-round pick. And we don't have a second-round pick. I just – I don't know. Like, that's not we – don't, we don't need that. Right. It's one of those things where, like, ah, I don't Which like is kind of crazy to say that the Titans don't need pass rushers. Yeah. I mean, Which it's one of those things like, yeah, sure, you always it, it'd be nice to have a lot of pass rushers, yeah. but we just named four Harold Landry, Bud Dupree, Rashad Weaver, and Oli Daney. Rashad Weaver, I would think we are very much like trusting yeah. that he's gonna be the guy. Yeah, pretty so, high on him. I would say, you know, moving on from edge, D line as well. Another thing, like, you know, you got Jeffrey Simmons throwing Danico Autry. I know I said him with uh with the edge, but, but they, Tyre Tart, yeah. Lake uh, you know, Lorel Merchant, Naquan Jones. I mean, let me ask you this question: If a big time D lineman like a Jordan Davis drops to you at twenty six, is that a kind of guy like he's supposed see, to be in the mid teens? Like, that's another that's another thing where it's like you're taking your first pick at twenty six, and you're not picking again until pick ninety in the third round. Right? Why are you going at D line? I feel like you could trade out and get two picks before 90, um, you know, and, and use one of those two on someone else. Yeah. I, I just, I'm not huge on that idea. Um, but you know, being a Vols fan, Matthew Butler, maybe later in the draft, never know. Maybe he could be solid. Um, Rodney Garner coached him up really well. I know you're familiar with Rodney Garner as well at Auburn. Yep. Familiar with his work. Yeah. So <laughs> I, then, and then uh, a guy named Travis Jones from UConn. Don't think he would, be a first he definitely wouldn't be a first round pick he, I, I don't think he'd be there at the third round but he's a guy like if you heard that name you're pretty high on him sweet cool pretty high on him he seems like a solid player but those those are a couple names i just thought writing down but like i said i don't think we need yeah. to go d line like honestly Same thing with, we've we've had a good Tyre Tart and Naquan Jones yeah. both undrafted free agents yep. great uh 
John Robinson has a great, basically, resume, if you will, of finding undrafted free agents who are D-line. Right. Just and go that route. You look at our four positions at D-line, I would say that's probably the strongest position group on our team right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, definitely. So it, well, I, we kept that front four that we I guess, wanted to keep. You know, maybe there's an argument for saying you want to, you know, make your strength even stronger. I've heard that said before. I just, I bet the Titans are sitting there, and I'm kind of sitting here seeing like, we've got a really, really good team. If you add a piece or two, maybe that puts you over the top. So, yeah. um, I don't think we go D line in the draft. Mm-hmm. Same with corner. I corner, think I was about to say corner and safety. Yeah, safety. I feel like would be more of a position to draft than corner because. But Amani Hooker had a great year. Yeah, but Amani Hooker's coming up on that. That's true. Last year to where I could see us taking, I could see us taking a safety in a, like, you know, John Robinson loves that fourth, fifth, sixth round DB. Who's going to play special teams, a guy to replace Crookshank, right? Yep. Um, who maybe you develop him in a couple years to be a starter like Amani Hooker, but he's going to be a great special teams guy for you. I bet. I, I mean, that seems like a perfect, uh, spot to draft somebody like that. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think, uh, that's definitely, um, I'm on the kind of same thought process. Really, like, the- I, I would say I would say safety would be more of a likelihood of a drafting position than corner. I mean, think about cornerback Christian Fulton, Caleb Farley, Elijah Molden, Buster Screen, Chris Jackson. I mean, those guys are so right here's there, the like- question. Then here's the question I'd have to you, and we're gonna get to the main positions, like you know that we talked about it previously. But like, let's say a Derek Stingley. Or Jeez Louise. And I wouldn't even say Ahmad Garner because I mean, I he's going top 10. But let's say a Derek Stingley or Andrew Booth, a guy that maybe the Titans Derek have Derek not going to be there top at 26. 10. Well, maybe they – like I'm just saying, if a stud corner that they've got rated highly on their board falls to you at 26. Andrew Booth would be a name that would – Would you rather like – Or like a Trent McDuffie from would, Washington. So would you rather take a first-round corner that's kind of like say it's going to be – we got to get a shutdown corner. It's either going to be Caleb Farley. I mean, I would say that's almost like an insurance. I would, pick. I would take. I would rather do a first round corner of that of the like those kind of names than doing a first round edge or lineman. Yeah. Like if we did say at twenty six, Jordan Davis. Like there's a scenario where it's you know. We take with the twenty six pick Jordan Davis, the big take time with, defensive tackle out of Georgia, or or with the twenty six pick we take an Andrew Booth. I would be more excited about Andrew Booth simply because it's cornerback than I would Jordan Davis at line. Yeah, even and, though Jordan Davis would be insane, I'm not saying I would rather have Andrew Booth over Jordan Davis as a player, but just the need that we have. And with I the think Titans. the argument would, would be not that I'm in favor of it, but just to lay out the argument would be that it's a passing league. You got to have three corners that you really, really trust. You definitely trust Fulton. I think we're getting there with Molden. We definitely saw stuff his rookie year where you say, I think Molden can be a guy in the secondary. And then Caleb Farley is just a huge question mark. So do you take another corner yeah, I and mean, say one or both work out and you have a really good secondary? Um, I will say I think I – think it would not sh- it would not shock me if we took a later round corner. Yeah, I could see that for me. sure. Um, it would but it would definitely shock me if we took an early round first round corner, unless it was one of those top names. But I could wor- I could get myself into that. I I, yeah. I could get behind that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like last year, it was like we're either taking a corner or a receiver. Yeah, that's I want one of those two. 
This year, it's like I'm either you know if, if and I'm not. I, I'm just not thinking about corner. I'm not even I'm necessarily not. saying I'm thinking about corner. Or I want to say a corner. I'm just imagining scenarios where it could happen. Yeah, definitely. So I think we definitely hit that. Well, uh, okay. So next, we covered, we covered the corner. Yeah, part we of definitely it. covered that. <laughs> next linebacker. Now that's an area a We're lot of people are starting to get more like on the okay maybe we can take one of those. A lot of people are mocking linebackers to the Titans, and I think a lot of those people did not watch David Long play football. They're even questioning Zach Cunningham too. Yeah, and listen, I'm not saying Zach Cunningham and David Long are one of the top three linebacker pairings in the NFL, but I, they might be top five. They're pretty good. <laughs> They're pretty underrated, and they're really good for what we do. Um, David Long is a solid production player. I don't think he's ever going to make a Pro Bowl. I don't think he's ever going to, you know, be a guy who commands a huge contract. But you need guys like that on your defense. You need guys like that on your team who are really, really good at their job, who play above their contract. Like, he's a guy who goes to free agency, and he doesn't command top dollar. You can, like, re-sign that guy for a really team-friendly deal – in terms of like his production is always going to be at a certain level. And I just think he's a really, really important piece to have on the team. And I think Monty Rice showed a lot last year. I don't think linebackers a need like a lot of people seem to make it out to be. You know, I think I would honestly be more shocked if we took a linebacker than a corner. Like I, I would put corner as like the pretty much only position – in the first round, put put a corner as the only position in the first round where I think I could see us taking a swing at a guy in the first round with that pick. If that makes yeah, sense. It does. I I think from just like a depth perspective, that's why I think about linebacker later. Um, you know, like you had you had actually just said beforehand, you were you kind of like you wouldn't mind a Channing Tyndall from Georgia. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too is like we took a Monty Rice last year for this reason of you know because we took a Monty Rice last year, we may not need to take correct a linebacker this year or definitely not like that early. I think everyone that's mocking the Titans to take a Nakobe Dean or a Devin Lloyd with that first pick. I just think it's stupid. I think now the only they reason, are amazing players. That's that's what I'm gonna say. The only reason you take a Nicobe Dean or a Devin Lloyd is if you're convinced in your evaluations that they are generational talents. Yeah. Like they're a Luke Keekley type player. Um if you think one of those two guys is gonna be one of the best linebackers in the NFL, I think you can pull the trigger. But the Titans aren't interviewing linebackers. Like they didn't bring the Kobe Dean in for an interview. And we've seen historically that the Titans draft players in the first round that they bring in for interviews other than the Panda, right? Other than uh, Isaiah Wilson, I forgot his name. <laughs> um, I don't Good. think, I don't think we brought him in for an interview because you couldn't do interviews at yeah, that point. Yeah, COVID kind of messed all um, up. But anyway, that's who we, we draft guys that we interview, and so we haven't interviewed linebackers. I don't think we've interviewed corners either, so I, I don't really expect us to draft a corner, but that really kind of excludes the entire defense there. I don't think we're focused on drafting defensive players in the first few rounds. What no. do you think? No, I, I I would agree. I mean, I think it's one of those things where if we have a guy who's a defensive player that's circled, and I, not even first round, like this is later on, I feel like it's one of those things where if there's a guy we absolutely love 
on defense that's there. Like that's why we would take him with an early pick, earlier pick. But I just don't. I just feel like the needs of this team are more on the offensive side of the ball than yeah. defense, and you can find good depth players. Like picture picture hitting. Like David Long was a six round pick, correct? In twenty nineteen, uh, yeah. pretty sure he was a six round pick. Think about hitting on a player like that. And his rookie year, he he plays you know somewhat well his rookie year, and is just a good depth piece on defense. Like that's the kind of pick totally. I see us taking on defense this year. Totally. On now, like that's we kind of covered all of defense, and to me, I, there are some na- like there there are names that could be out there. What like whatever. I think I think we should just move on. Let's move on. Head we on to the it. head we on covered the it on defense. We've covered that. I want to talk about the running back position next. So obviously we have Derrick Henry on our roster going into the draft. Our running backs and stop me if you think we shouldn't talk about running back next. I, I, mean, I think what you're about to say is dead on. I know you're going to say. Okay. I think we should talk about it for thirty seconds and get yeah, to just the quick. meat of yeah, what yeah, we quick. need to. We have Derrick Henry, Dontrell Hilliard, Jordan Wilkins. Trenton Cannon. Trenton Cannon is special teams kick returner. We sign him in free agency. May not even make the team. Who knows? Dontrell Hilliard, great third down back. I loved him last year. Would have loved to see us keep Foreman, but you know we 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 chose Hilliard. We let Foreman walk. Derrick Henry. We don't know what's going to happen with that foot. Who knows his? You know what is this? Is his third year in the deal that we signed him on a four year deal, right? Uh, yep. So maybe it's time we got to hit on maybe a, a later round running back. And I'm going to give you two names. James Cook from Georgia, which that would have to be an earlier that. pick. That would have to be an earlier pick. Like How early I, do you think? Like, a, dang, I don't know. Running backs go late usually. So I could see, like pick 90, third round. Maybe even fourth round we take James Cook. But I, it just depends on. <clears throat> if a team really likes him and, and running backs start going. But I'll give you there two are names. other running backs in front of him. I'll give you two names. Or give me your second name, and I'll give you two names. Well, this one's very biased because he is a former volunteer and a former uh, member of the Big Red, but Ty Chandler. Now, yep. I know he's small, and you know he, he looks tiny out there, can just get absolutely pummeled sometimes. It looks like he gets hit harder than he actually does. But he had... A great combine. He had good numbers. Take him in the sixth round, and you got a guy who can run routes and catch the football, and that'd be sweet. So, just right, that I is got, per, that is a personal. I thing. I would love cheering for both. I think James Cook would be awesome. Yeah, and Ty Chandler would be fun to cheer for because of the Tennessee connection. I'll give you two running backs that I'd love to see us draft. One is Jerry on Ely from Ole Miss. I. Love that. I Small, wouldn't hate that. He's five and that eight. could be late. That could be a, yeah. another six-round pick. Like, he's only 5'8". He's about 190. Um, but, man, the guy can catch the football. He's fast. He he could be a solid contributor for the next three or four oh, years. Like a, like a Darren Sproles? Yeah, type of guy. Maybe returns kicks for you. And the other guy, I'm, I'm really high on this guy. He was a former five-star, went to Alabama, transferred to Cincinnati, Jerome Ford. And I watched a lot of Cincinnati football this year because I just was I was high on the Bearcats. I loved watching them play. They got a lot of NFL prospects in this draft. 
I would love to see us draft Jerome Ford. He's fast. He's physical. He'd be a great secondary. He's like a Devontae Foreman, a good secondary compliment uh, to Derrick Henry, I think. Devontae Freeman? No, Devontae Foreman. Deontay Foreman? Yeah. Oh, what Deontay. did I say? It's, it's Deontay Dante, Foreman. Yeah, Dante, yeah. I Yeah, I was thinking Devontae Freeman. I was like, wait, hold on. Uh, I got mixed up there. Um, well, so did I. Yeah, so, yeah, I think, I, and I think running back is one of those positions, like, on paper, you look at what we have, and you're like, we don't need to draft a running back. But I think in our offense, I think you draft a running back, like, every two years. That's what I'm back saying. Of the, back of the But draft. I don't think we need to draft, like, your Jerome Ford, like, comparing him to Deontay Foreman. I don't, that's not the kind of direction I see us going. I think it'd be like a... You're basically getting the like Dontrell Hilliard as of right now is probably the Jeremy McNichols yeah. replacement, but you even get another Jeremy McNichols, right? Right, like a Ty Chandler, a Jerry on Ely. I, I, I would love Ely. That that would be awesome. That I, dude, he's small, but he knows how to, to yeah. how to run routes and catch the football. He was fun to watch from Ole Miss. That that would be that would be great. Now, what we're probably going to do is draft a small school guy from like FIU that we've never seen play and we watch some highlights we're like oh this guy might be good <laughs> like a darrington evans exactly someone who's not is gonna but not now, see the field uh, because he's hurt now Sincere we mccormick that's the name now we get into the meat the meat of the pod this is what you guys came here for the, the, <laughs> the main positions we gotta come out of this draft with right definitely wide receiver definitely a lineman i think you and i are both on the same page we'd be okay with two of each I'd be, yes I would be fine with four of our picks, four of our seven picks being... Why don't we say this? Why don't we do this? You tell me how you want the first four rounds to go, pick by pick, Ooh. and then I'll tell you how I want the first four rounds to go. And then we can kind of dive into the positions. I mean, yeah, go ahead. So that's tough for me because I, I've actually I've done a few mock drafts. Just a few. Just a few. Um, and... It's one of those things where it's it's like I almost think if you get a receiver first round, you can find a solid name like a Dylan Parham Parham from Memphis. Is that a tight end? He's a he's a lineman. He's okay. like he's a guard from Memphis. Got it. Maybe he would fall to you at ninety, but he's also he might go like late second round or something. I mean, but based on my mock drafts, I did one one time where I took a Kenyon Green guard from Texas A&M, who a lot of people have us, like, picking. And, you know, that's a name that I feel like I've heard a lot. Kenyon Green and Zion Johnson. Zion Johnson's a guard from Boston College. Who was uh, Tyler Vrabel's roommate at Boston College. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, Vrabel does love guys that he can trust, and some like that, I would say. So that's either – I mean, he knows Zion Johnson really well. He's either – that's either a plus for Zion Johnson or a negative. negative, yeah. Well (laughs) – so basically what I'm saying is like, say, you know, I'm doing this mock draft and I get that I'm comparing the simulation of what could actually happen to this mock draft. It could be completely wrong, but you know, you do a mock draft, you pick a guard in the, in the first round and then you get to your third round pick and there's a guy like Cole Strange, uh, the center from UTC yep. who people uh, like is like a mid round pick, yep. a Dylan Parham, like I talked about from Memphis. And he's sitting there at your third-round pick, and you're like, well, dadgummit, I could have gotten a receiver with that pick 26. So, 
and but for selfish heavy, reasons as well. Yeah, you're heavily invested in the Titans drafting a receiver in the first round. I am because I have been on record saying that I would swan dive into my neighborhood pond if we don't draft a receiver first round, which is before we got Robert Woods. So I kind of want to go receiver first round. If there's not a receiver there that we really like, trade trade out of it. So right now, and right get now, a second and third round pick before your pick ninety. And I know there's other rankings out there, but right now there's five receivers according to CBS who are supposed to go in the first round. Okay, and they're Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, Drake London, Traylon Burks, Chris Olave. Yeah, George Pickens, Jahan Dotson, and Christian Watson are all right there. Mm-hmm. Who could sneak into the first round? Sky Moore is another name. Sky Moore from Western, Western Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, so you got eight guys who could potentially be drafted in the first round. Of those eight guys, who would be your number one desire? Let's say you could pick any receiver you wanted. Who would it be? Jameson Williams. Okay. And there's there's a lot of discrepancy. Like, not everybody agrees who the top receivers are. No. So, I mean, there's For the longest a, time it was Drake London from USC. And, has and he some fallen? people say, well, I think he's fallen a little bit because he didn't run at his pro day. He's not going to run a fu- fast 40. Hmm. Like, he's not that fast of a guy. He just can catch literally everything. Okay. And he, he has had plays like where he does still get a good bit of yards after catch, but I think his pro day, like he had, he looked good and everything, whatever, but he didn't run a 40. So people are like, okay, well, maybe he's not that fast. Is yeah. he actually, so like Michael Thomas is a name that people compare him to. Gotcha. And, and Michael Thomas from the saints, obviously great, but you're not seeing Michael Thomas rip off an 80 yard touchdown. We also haven't seen Michael leg. Thomas for the last two years. That is true. That's also <laughs> true. Um, but that year that he had all those receptions, he was a machine. He was like, yeah, he the was best no, Michael fantasy Thomas player. Is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so Drake London's the kind of guy you're like, all right, run a slant, catch the ball and get us a first down. Like, or run, you're on the two-yard line, and you just throw it yeah, up to he's him, not, he's going to catch it. He's not going to let the ball you know, bounce off his chest and get a pick like Chester Rogers, and he's going to run past the first down marker on West third Virginia. and five against the Steelers, uh, or fourth <laughs> and five. like a very specific <laughs> uh, scenario there. I w- yeah, and then like a Chris Olave, I would love a Chris Olave because he's the kind of different receiver – you find him deep. The, the thing that people have on him, he's only had like one or two break, broken tackles. Hmm. I don't even – I think that was like his whole career at Ohio State or something because a lot of his touchdowns were he beats a guy and catches at the two-yard line and like runs right into the end zone because hmm. he's, he's a great route runner. He's got a solid route tree. Like He's going to be the guy that's going to be the very – good route runner like technician type guy sure but you wonder is he going to be a yards after catch guy where he's going to get the ball and be able to fight for a few yards or is he just going to have to rely on beating a guy at the line of scrimmage and beating him deep for a post so i would love a chris lave a lot of people are mocking and the titans brought this guy in for an interview and for those you don't know you can only bring 30 people in for an interview so if a team brings somebody in for an interview that means they're they're pretty interested in him Traylon Burks at Arkansas, sort of like an A.J. Brown type receiver. That's really who he gets compared to. Yeah, he's not going to burn you. Would you rather have his 40-yard time? Chris Olave or Traylon Burks? Uh, I think I'd rather have – oh, geez. I think I'd rather have Chris Olave just because I feel like – Faster. We already have – 
Yeah. A Traylon Burks. And Robert but, Woods but is the thing, more dude, of a possession guy. That's the thing about the NFL draft. Like, and I wanted to talk about this or just say, I just wanted to say this, honestly. It is ridiculous how wrong every year most people are yep. with players. Yeah. Like, whether that's thinking they're going to be great and they're not, or thinking they're not going to be good and they're amazing. Yeah. Like a Hunter Renfro. Right. You saw Hunter Renfro kill it for years at Clemson. You're just thinking, ah, well, that's not going to translate at the NFL level. He's out there dusting guys, making people look silly. And he's like, just like, you, you don't think he's going to be that good. <laughs> and he kills it. And you're like, why are you, why are you ignoring yeah. what he's doing in yeah. college? Or it's a guy that he's not putting up the production in college because he's maybe not in a good situation. Right. But he gets to the NFL and his, his, tan, his like, how he plays football, how he is, is able to translate. Two guys that are similar to that, like a Sky Moore, Christian Watson, two guys, Western Michigan, North Dakota State, respectively. They are guys that small schools, you're like, okay, well, you know, they might have production, they might not, but they're playing in, you know, smaller schools. Maybe it's not good competition, but like when you look at it, and the routes that they're running, they're creating separation at the line of scrimmage. They're running good routes. Like, they're legit. So, like, but I wonder at 26, I don't know if that's going to be too early to right. snag a guy like that. I'm worried that we go for a Sky Moore and he, at 26 and it turns into, uh, like, a Kendall Wright situation where he just He's is not, not really that good and worth the pick. And that's a, that's a really good point. We got to hit on 26. Like, it's it's it's, it's time. We're done missing on the. We first can't round. miss on first round picks. We don't even know if we hit on Caleb Farley yet. Like yeah, we can't exactly. We got we got to hit on start hitting on first round picks. This guy's got to be a hit. So I'm a, I'm honestly I'm okay with taking a guy who's maybe got a lower ceiling, but you know he's going to be a starter at yeah. least for the next five ten years. And that's the luxury of drafting a receiver. Like you're not drafting a receiver to be your number one guy because you got AJ Brown. Yeah. Heck, you even got Robert Woods. Right. So like. We need a guy who it's like the, like the, a CD lamb situation where like they, I'm not saying he has they to did, be as good as CD lamb, but, CD lamb, but they had Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and it felt it, he fell to them. They take a CD lamb and he, I guess that's maybe not the best example, but because he came in and was a stud, yeah. but he's just another weapon to have. He's another sure, guy that's there. Sure. So, um, We've talked about offensive line a little bit. and An, One more name at receiver that okay. I want to mention. Calvin Austin from Memphis is oh, a yeah. guy that people mm -hmm. have talked about. He's one that you definitely – I don't think you would take him with your first-round pick at 26, but if he falls – if he's there round three, pick 30, or pick 90, and you haven't taken a receiver yet, absolutely take Calvin Austin. I'm in. So here's a couple of guys – that I would if we wait to take a receiver until the fourth round, third or fourth round, a couple of guys I would love for the Titans to get. Alec Pierce, Cincinnati. On CBS, he's 137. I know some people have him as high as second overall in their rankings. You were saying Chris Sims. Chris Sims has him number three in his receiver rankings. Uh, Justin Ross from Clemson. He's had some medical issues, but the guy balled out a couple years ago in the national championship game. If he's cleared and you feel like last year was more of a fluke because of his, I think he had blood clots. Um, yeah, there was something there. Then maybe you take him, you take a flyer on him. Um, John Mechie, 
John Mechie. He's a name that has just disappeared. People like, forgotten no about John Mechie. If he, if you think his, even if he's not going to be healthy by the end of the like beginning of the season because of his injury, I think he tore his ACL in the was it the Iron Bowl? I think it was the uh, SEC championship. SEC championship game. Maybe you take a flyer on John. Or no, Mechie. it was the Iron Bowl. It was the Iron Bowl. You're right. Um, Wait, and then, no, it wasn't the Iron Bowl because he was, he cut the game when he, he touched down the, the arm. Yeah. So it was the SEC championship. And then uh, last guy, not a lot of people know about this guy. David Bell from Purdue. All right, the reason I know about David Bell from Purdue is because um, back during the college football season, Purdue was one of those teams who you would – it just kind of became a trend to always bet the over because their passing offense was so good. Really? They torched Michigan State when Michigan State was – I think they were yeah. undefeated or down – They're good one for loss. like one of those a year or something. And they David Bell had like 12 catches for 240 yards and like three touchdowns. That's a guy who produced in college. We know John Robinson loves production in college. Yeah. And um, he's an example of, like, n- people don't have him high in their rankings. No, they don't. He, he did not run a fast 40 at all. He did not have good combine numbers. But when you look at it, like, when it comes down to it, the guy, when he has the ball in his hands, and when he he can get open when he needs to, and he just showed that production in college, like, is that going to translate? I don't want to take a early pick to get David Bell. Oh no! Like I, I would want to play it safe, and he, if fourth he's there, round. fifth, sixth round, absolutely. So you, I, I don't even know if he would. Well, it depends. If you took a wide receiver in the first, you probably aren't taking him in the fourth. But if you yeah. didn't take a wide receiver, I'd be happy with him as our. I will say fourth round. I would be happier if if it were the situation last year. And we traded up to get a David Bell. I would have been happier to trade up to get Dave Bell than Des Fitz freaking Patrick. Because I'm I still am out well, on Des Fitzpatrick. He might Golly, be, he dude. might he might turn it around. That we'll is have to see. Not a fan. Giving not off. a fan. He 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 had a video of uh him working out with Ryan Tannehill. So maybe that's gonna do him some good. Um and Valus Jones. Had to say Valus Jones. Yeah, Valus I mean, Jones, Tennessee. You never the, know. Maybe Number one player I hope the Titans do not draft this year Uh-oh. is a wide receiver out of Georgia, George Pickens. Freak athlete. I hate his attitude. Cannot stand him. He was committed to Auburn for about two years with Bo Nix. We do know someone who taught him in high school and said he was the worst. Yes. I, I think he would be terrible for our culture. And if we draft him, I'll be all on board. So <laughs> I do not want to root for him. Uh, he did. He had a great freshman blue. year, and then after that, he just didn't really put much stuff out there. Oh, he, he did tear his ACL. And, yeah, um, but he punched a kid at Georgia Tech. Spit on a fan. He's a, he's like, an idiot. He is very immature. But you never know. Maybe I just don't the think right that's the kind of guy they thrives. bring into the building. But yeah, you know that's just me. The offensive line is a position we need to talk about. It's a little bit hard because we don't really know how the Titans see their second round pick from last year, Dylan Radens. He was. When we drafted him, you know, the position on television said tackle, yeah. and he was a tackle in college, but he played a lot of guard last well, year. He, he did play tackle he, yeah. on that Thursday night football game, the 49ers game. And he did pretty well on pass blocking. He had about a 40% grade on run blocking, <laughs> but Nick Bosa didn't have a sack against him, which yeah. was pretty impressive. I remember that infamous, oh my gosh, he made Nick Bosa go to the other side. <laughs> yeah. Because he it, wasn't beating him. <laughs> it's... um. It's all dependent on if he's a guard or a tackle for the future. If what he's, direction we go. Yeah. If he's a guard, then we need to draft a tackle. Um, 
a guy I really, really like for the Titans is Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Uh. He's a huge run grader. He's like, in my opinion, what Isaiah Wilson was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, in the right situation, I think he's one of those guys that, uh, like, I do not, I don't watch tape. I don't watch NFL tape. I don't have that knowledge. But I've heard people that do say that they aren't a huge fan of him. But he'll have a, a game every now and then or a play every now and then where you're like, holy crap, he just blew him up. But then he'll have the next five plays or eh. Yeah, so. well, that's a guy who some people have been mocking to the Titans. Um, but the, the names you hit on already are Kenyon Green out of, out of Texas A&M and Zion Johnson at Boston College. Both guards. I honestly fully expect the Titans to draft an offensive lineman just because first first pick. Yeah, that's if I had to put money on it, I would say we draft a tackle because I think Conklin's a guard. Um, my next, if I was Raidens. making odds, you think Raidens? You said Conklin? Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Raidens is <laughs> your, a guard. Your head is where at, your, your head's at. Where like you want Conklin back? Yeah, I, get I wish it. Conklin was I back. But I, I, you know, if I was making odds, I would say it's, it's so you probably think he's a guard. You think he's our left guard? Yeah, because I think he's going to compete for right it. Guard. I think he's going to pe- compete for it. Yeah, just under those odds, I would say uh, we draft a guard, right? Because it just depends on who the Titans think Raidens is. So I, I would say guard tackle. Those are the two most likely, in my opinion, that we go with. Do you know if it were a tackle? Do you know a name where you would a guard? I'd want a tackle. You would want. A tackle, to, so Tyler, uh, Smith, Tyler Smith would be with the that tackle. first-round pick? Yeah. What if a Bernard Raymond or Trevor Pinning was there? Trevor Pinning is from, uh, I believe, northern Iowa, yep. and Bernard Raymond is from central Michigan. And he was a tight end at one point in time. People rave started. about Bernard Raymond. Though. They do. Um, I, don't, I don't. And some of the other tackles, like we have not mentioned the top tackles because we don't think Yeah, we're not giving Evan Neal. Evan Neal, Charles Cross, Iki yeah. Aquanu. Nope. So I, I don't know any of those three guys. I'm honestly, if you go tackle, like, all right, whatever, let's get on board, let's figure it out. It seems like the classic kind of boring Titans pick that makes sense. I get why you did it, but again, you're chasing just the mistake I was that just Isaiah Wilson. That. Like put that's you in. it's a chase if we do that. Yeah, but less of a chase than last year if we were to get a tackle first round, but. But almost even, even more. Yeah, that's true. Maybe even more. Because it's two years down the road. Like, you're still trying to make it up for it. Or you almost are admitting that you've whiffed on Raidens as a tackle pick as well. Really? Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe the third time's a charm. I mean, be <laughs> be prepared for a lot of Titans fans to be unhappy with a tackle. Oh. But honestly, like, yeah, I think seems people like be, what we're going to do. I think people would be happier with a guard than a tackle. You might be right. Because people are almost expecting Dylan Raidens to be the right tackle. Just from an entertainment value standpoint, on Thursday night, it's going to be it's like a tackle. Like if they say Bernard Raymond out of Central Michigan, that will be like the worst name they could call besides a kicker or something. <laughs> but hey, would you rather have Nicobe Dean or Bernard Raymond for that particular night? Nicobe <laughs> Dean, because I will get so excited about watching Nicobe Dean highlights and like picturing him as the next. No, Luke for Keekly. sure. Yeah, but again. The long-term interest of the team, maybe that is the wise decision to yeah. go with the boring yeah. pick that you need. But let me tell you what I want the Titans to do. Okay, I do. Yeah, not I think- completely did not. You asked me what we want to do one through four, 
and we just started we, honestly we just started talking about receivers it's okay which we is what to. i do i just love talking about receivers if anything i just watch highlights of them the whole time let me tell you what i want the titans to do all right and this is going to it's going to tuck a couple layers here okay and this i realize i, think I know where you're going I realize it's a perfect world in my scenario and i can't control everything <laughs> but if i could control something okay the titans at 26 get a call from I don't know. Let's say it's the Indianapolis Colts, Ugh. and the Colts say, "Hey, we'll give you, we'll give you uh, our second round pick and a third round pick to move up and take somebody." In this scenario, they're, the person they take is terrible. They take David Bill out of Purdue in the first round. <laughs> um, anyway, so we trade back with somebody. We pick up an early round, sec- an early second round pick, and maybe a late round second or a late third, uh-huh. and we go with Matt Corral out of Ole Miss with that, quarterback. With that first, with second, the first round second round pick. He falls like the early second round, yeah. and we take Matt Corral, and then we take a wide receiver and an offensive lineman with our next two picks. And then at that point, I'm not worried about it. We bring Matt Corral in. We say, hey, you're not playing this year. You may not play the whole season. You may not play a snap. But get ready because this is going to be your team one day. And we, and, and, and we give him the keys to the castle – we groom him. Vrabel takes him under his wing, and bring we, in Lane Kiffin every other weekend that's to right. hang out in Nashville. And in, because this is my perfect <laughs> scenario that I can make it into however I want, he's the next Patrick Mahomes. Oh my god, the gunslinger! <laughs> and all of a sudden, the Titans have an elite quarterback. Now that perfect world has a one so zero point one percent chance. What would of we happening. do with the next pick? Like, would it be like a receiver? Yeah, I, at that point, you draft. I don't care who your receiver and who your tackle are. At wow. that point, if we go Matt Corral. Like, that's the future, you know? That's the future of the Titans right there. Yeah, that's in true. In a pick. And you solve two needs, or you solve another need by picking up a a tackle and a wide receiver. Um, or a guard. Or a guard. Whichever, whichever yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever we saw, Raidens. The reason I say that is I, I don't think we should give up on this year. I do think we should go try to get a number three receiver. I do think we should try to get a guard who can work his way into a starting role as the season goes on. But I also want to figure out how can we start planning for the future if Tannehill, once again, for the fourth year in a row, shows us in the playoffs he's not he the guy. Yeah. Like, and, and so we may not be in a position again to draft a guy like Matt Corral because next year's quarterback class is supposed to be loaded. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks going in the early first round next year. And a lot of the quarterbacks this year, people are saying they're going to drop. But you never know in the NFL draft. Just like you said, this could be one of your only chances in the next few years to really get a guy who's like considered one of the top five quarterbacks in the in the draft. Yeah. And I'm a big believer that the quarterbacks are – it's a lot less about who they are and the system they go to and the kind of development they have and the confidence that you give them early on. So bringing a guy like Matt Corral or any rookie quarterback into the Titans' culture, he doesn't have to play right away. This is the perfect time to begin grooming a quarterback, letting him sit behind Tannehill. Tannehill's a pro's pro, and goodness sakes, we're paying him $40 million this year, okay? He can also you know, put his arm around the young buck and teach him a thing or two you know, when we're paying him the most out of any quarterback in the NFL. So say, does this scenario uh, – I guess in the perfect world, like any quarterback would work out. But in this scenario, in this scenario, I want to like, be Matt Corral. You want to be Matt Corral. What if it's a Sam Howell from UNC? If it's Sam Howell, I'll be less excited. If it's Desmond Ritter, I'll be less excited. I 
Desmond Ritter, I do not, I don't want. <laughs> I, he could be amazing, and I don't know. I just, for some reason, I really don't want it. Uh, what if it's Kenny Pickett? I'll, if he makes it there. I'll be excited. Kenny Pickett's got I small know, hands, I don't know but I'll, I'll be excited about it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't want Malik Willis. You don't? No. Okay. Because I, I could see why. Malik just, Willis being more like the sit for a year, turn into Patrick Mahomes than Matt Corral. I don't know. I think he'd be up on but, bad talent. Or, or he'd be like a – maybe Malik Willis is more of like a Josh Allen. I mean, comparison. Matt Corral had some games this year where he just tore up SEC defenses. Uh, what I mean, the balls game. Yeah. And he, he ran it so much. Like, I think Matt Corral does have he, – he definitely – I think he fell victim sometimes to just trying to go for the home run ball and going for the deep ball and just ignoring some reads or whatever. But I feel like that's kind of Lane Kiffin's offense, maybe. And maybe yeah. Lane Kiffin was telling him, like, even if you think it's slightly there, go for it. It's going to be there. Like, but I just still think in Matt Corral's game, like, what he ha- he just has that it. Yeah, he does. You know, he just has that, like, kind of dog in him a little bit, which you could say Baker, Mayf- Baker Mayfield sort of had that dog in him. But I don't think him, Baker Mayfield has but, enough talent i don't think he has a skill he he doesn't yeah i was just thinking in terms of comparing like a like i see matt corral has a little bit of immaturity still like i think there was i heard something i was listening to you know i listened to random nfl draft podcast and supposedly in some of his visits people aren't loving the interviews with matt corral because they feel like he's Hmm. Maybe showing a little bit of immaturity. I didn't know that. But that's something like he's he's young. He can he can grow into that. And if he has a certain leadership style that like still gets the guys to play the best for him as their quarterback, you know you can deal with that. Well, what we're probably going to do is uh, draft Bailey Zapp from Western Kentucky <laughs> in the sixth round. So that's what we're most likely going to do. Um, <laughs> or Jack Cohn from Notre Dame. Oh my gosh, that'd be worse. I would take Bailey Zappi way like way before Jack Cohn. So sure. here's the final push for Matt Corral that I'm going to say, and okay. we'll wrap this thing up. And I just thought about this: state reconciliation. Okay, there's always been kind of a slight feud between Memphis and Nashville. You know, we're part of the podcast. Company that's trying to re, uh, reconcile the state, right? <laughs> Memphis, let's bring you into the fold. We we we're, we got the Grizzlies playing in the playoffs, and I hope everybody in Nashville is watching the Grizzlies in the playoffs because they're a really fun team. They're awesome to watch. We should go to Memphis, buy tickets, support the Grizz. And you know what? You know what would be great to bring the Memphis community into the fold of Nashville is draft the starting quarterback of the Ole Miss Rebels because Memphis is full of Ole Miss fans. That would unify the state and let bygones be got bygones, and Matt Corral wins the Titans' Super Bowl in 2026. There you go. Um, last position before we, let, uh, before we uh, leave here. Tight end position. Tight end position uh, is something that maybe it's not as big of a need after we signed Austin Hooper. Um Names to look out for, Jelani Woods from Virginia, Charlie Kohler, Kohler, Kolar from Iowa State, Cade Otten from Washington. Um, those are guys, dude, we can get a tight end late. I, I'm, I'm all for drafting a tight end later. I don't know about you. I, do you think it's a need or no? I am indifferent. Okay. I 
we can draft a tight end or we because we got Austin Hooper, I'm like, I don't care what we do with tight end. Yeah, I got you. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's that's it. Uh that's what we got. I think it's gonna be very interesting and fun to see what's gonna happen next weekend. I love the NFL draft. I'm so pumped for it. Um we just threw out a lot of names. I'm thinking, you know, maybe at least one of these names we've just said will Did we hit any last year? Uh I we talked about Caleb Farley a lot. Oh, that's right. And we even talked about Caleb Farley and Elijah Molden for corner. Um, Jalen Darden was a name we really wanted. Did not oh, yeah. get him. He went to the Bucks. Give me, give me a name you think the Titans will end up getting. Just like throw out a name. Well, when I said Bailey Zapp, uh, it's Zappy. Zappy. I think, when I just yeah. saw a Western Kentucky quarterback, I thought you just that's thought Titans. That's gonna. Um, happen. I think if I had to say it right now, somebody asked me this about two weeks ago, and I said Tyler Smith from Tulsa. I'm going to stick in that vein and I just, I can see myself because I'm going to be in here in, on Thursday. I can see myself sitting in that chair and <laughs> Bernard, Raymond. Bernard Raymond being called. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to say my bold prediction for a name that we're going to get. I'm going to go with Traylon Burks. Okay. 26. I'd we like draft it. Traylon Burks. I'd like it. My 2B or my 1B, that was my 1A, my 1B, Kenyon Green. Kenyon Green. All right. That we're If we are right on that, we just named three guys. Like, that'd be <laughs> insane if we're right on that. On any of them. Yeah. Golly. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that. I know we kind of threw a lot at you, but um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we will definitely have a, uh, a fun recording for you next week. Uh, with the first round of the draft, and we're really excited. So uh, I'm JG. I'm Robert. We thank y'all.